live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead-end destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand-up, God-fearing, God-loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. Colleagues and supporters, we declare that Pfizer, Moderna, BioNTech, Janssen, and AstraZeneca, and their enablers, willfully withheld and emitted crucial safety and effectiveness information from patients and physicians and should be immediately indicted for fraud. We know that shortly after administration of these products, thousands of people have died. And although correlation isn't causation, reasonable criterion have been applied to examine the relationship between injections and the events. And it's absolutely clear cut that these are the cause of death. Mechanistically, the design of these products was knowingly deficient in a number of ways. First, they caused the expression in the human body of toxic virus spike protein. Unlike what they told us that it would stay in the injection site, they distribute widely around the body. There is no built-in limit to the amount of toxic spike protein that can be made or for how long it is made and that's the cause of the toxicity. Turning to the clinical trials, there is evidence of questionable practices all around. For example, several of the studies were clearly unblinded while they were ongoing, and also in a number of cases, subjects were removed from the database prior to statistical analysis in a way that is suggestive of fraud. We were given blanket assurances time and again by all of the companies about the benign safety profile of their products. Even as the products rolled out and in the earliest weeks, they must have known this was not true. It appears that- Well, folks, there is um, Dr. Michael Yeadon, the former vice president and chief science officer of allergy and respiratory research at Pfizer Incorporated. So you tell me how being the former vice president and chief officer of allergy and and infectious diseases and all of this at Pfizer, you mean to tell me that he's uh, he's not valid anymore? His once, you know, esteemed title that he held at Pfizer, now that he doesn't work there, and now that he's going against the grain you mean to tell me that his information is flawed or he's somehow purposely using mis or disinformation to take down a pharmaceutical company is this 
possibly a disgruntled employee. It couldn't possibly be that Dr. Michael Yeadon, who has been a decorated doctor for decades, it couldn't possibly be that he's telling the truth. How dare he? What kind of world do we live in where a clinical physician or a doctor who's so highly decorated and worked for these specific companies, who is now teaming up with doctors around the world to go after Pfizer, BioNTech, um, Johnson & Johnson, Moderna. Could it possibly be that he's telling the truth and, and, and that the doctors of the world, the physicians of the world have had enough? Folks, you are locked and loaded on LFA TV. It is 2023. And we started off today with a bang, and we're going to continue that right here at 5 p.m. Welcome to the show. I am your ever-so-humbled, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot, broadcasting from the granite, live free or die, state of New Hampshire. And it is a blessing to do this show for you every single day of the week, a three times a day. That's how much we love getting the truth out. I think that all of those possibilities are completely crap, except for the one where it is a group of doctors, physicians, uh, clinical physicians, and more who have had an absolute enough, an absolute enough of this global agenda to push these fake and very, very dangerous vaccines. And it's about time. 2023 will be the year of our revival, ladies and gentlemen. Not only a spiritual revival of Jesus, but a cultural revival, a traditional revival, a revival of what you see over my shoulder right here, the red, white, and blue, which was built on Judeo-Christian values, on Judeo-Christian pillars. And ladies and gentlemen, we're going to get it all back, every single bit of it, by continuing to fight these. You know what? These, these companies never thought that by changing the world the way they have and moving us into this digital age that we, the average peon, would be able to use all of their tricks against them. And I think we've been able to prove that in the last two years. And we're going to continue to push forward. Fauci, all of you, we're coming, all, we're coming after all of you. Whether you're dead by then or your family's alive after you and precede you, we're going to get them for what you did. The sins of the father will pass down to the sins of the family. So that's what our goal is. That's what our mission is. In 2023, you know what I think we should do? I want you to sound off where you're from. I want you to sound off what your name is, not just your handle on Rumble. We're going to pop on that Rumble chat, and we are going to show the people watching on digital TV and listening uh, around the world, watching and listening around the world, uh, what the LFA family thinks about uh, where we're headed into this new year and uh, where they're sounding off from. Obviously, we have got Chick73 is in the building. How you doing? Bad Moon is in the building. How you doing, Bad Moon? Jim and Barbara Peters is here. How you doing, uh, Jim? How you doing, Barbara? Good to see you. Fauci, you will go down, says eight, uh, 8212. 8212. Stock up on things, says Mel. I agree. 100%. We definitely need to stock up. So many family members have taken the deadly jab, said Nancy. Well, so many. Yep, exactly. So many of us have here. You know, I, I have not, but so many have, and it's not their fault. But we've got to make people aware of what's going on. We've got to continue to drive this home and get some kind of justice, okay? Some kind of justice. Millie from Massachusetts, Becky from Minnesota. I apologize, folks. It goes very fast, so we can only grab a few here and there. Christy from Fort Worth, Texas. Tim 
from the great state of Michigan. Mike from Illinois, good to see you, bro. Drew from New Jersey is watching. Sharon, how you doing? Good to see you. Annie from snowy Wyoming. I'd like to give a big shout out to uh, Jane from Advantage Specialties. Talked to her for an hour today on the phone. Uh, we've got Kara Alba in the building. Rival Design is in the building, ladies and gentlemen. Linda from Minnesota. Vicky from Tennessee. Kevin Wilson in the house. Nolan Wallace says it's crush time. Amen. You are right about that. Cynthia from Florida. Good to see you. Jan from Minnesota and Sarah from Michigan. God bless the LFA family. It's so great to have you here. Let's get into Jesus calling, folks. Oh, by the way, I got a lot of people that sent a lot of beautiful stuff in the mail, and I'd like to show you one of those items, uh, the Bible promise book from morning to evening. That's a great gift that was given today. Uh, I'll, I'll thank everybody a little later in the show for everything that we received in the mail. Here we go, January 2nd. The world abounds with idols. Things you turn to when you want to feel better about yourself. Eating, entertainment, exercise, mastery of something or someone. However, none of these things can slake the thirst of your soul, which yearns for God alone. When you get that gnawing sensation around the edges of your soul, return to God. Your soul will be satisfied as with the richest of foods. Psalm 63, 1 through 5 says, O God, you are my God. Earnestly I seek you. My soul thirsts for you. I have seen you in the sanctuary and beheld your power. And your glory. Because your love is better than life, my lips will glorify you. I will praise you as long as I live, and in your name I will lift up my hands. My soul will be satisfied as with the richest of foods. With singing lips, my mouth will praise you. If we're going to make America great again, I'll say it a thousand times, times a thousand times then we need to make America godly again. C. Cappy says, this chat is flying. I love it, ladies and gentlemen. Before you turn out the light, retreat into my loving presence while I refocus your thoughts and feelings on me. I can promise you that we will see a revival like we've never seen before in our lifetimes, more than the 70s here in the United States. And we are going to finally, once again, go back to God. And Roe v. Wade was the beginning. And I cannot wait to see what this year brings. Please remove your hats and let's have our Lord's Prayer. The LFA family from your lips to his ears. We say, our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. I feel strong going into this 2023, folks. This new year, I feel strong. I feel equipped. I feel able-bodied. I feel ready. I feel engaged. I feel inspired. I feel encouraged. If you feel the same, let us know in the chat. Let's light this chat up. The same way we used to back in the day, ladies and gentlemen, it is a revival.
Light them up, baby. We're on fire. Let's go to the first and foremost section. Lift up your cups and let's have our first slurp of the evening. And by the way, if you missed this morning's show, we raised $75,000 last year through the Slurp Fund on top of raising a salary for Eli. So just remember, the Slurp Fund is reserved right here on the Rumble Rants. Send them in and let's make sure that we've got enough this year. I'd like to keep double this year. I'd like to keep 5000 in the slurp fund at all times. All right, let's have our first slurp. Here we go. Remember when the Patriots, the MAGA Patriots, we weren't Big Bang MAGA then. We were just Trump supporters. We were there in D.C. January 6th. So many of you were there. I was there. The FBI already came knocking on my door, making sure that I wasn't on the bad boy list of anybody who incited any violence or was in any restricted area, which I wasn't. So uh, the door's that way. Thank you. Have a nice day. And I'll call you if I need you. However, the MAGA uh, enthusiasts, the Trump supporters, the we, the people, the constitutionalists, the traditionalists down there, everybody knew that Ray Epps was bad news bears. We knew that there was something wrong with this guy. And when I say we, where we go one, we go all. So I mean we. And I'm talking Americans. I'm talking patriots who knew something was not right in November of 2020. So we made it known in January. However, the, the what do you want to call it? The narrative that the January 6th committee, uh, all of the news networks, the globalists, Nancy Pelosi, pretty much everybody who wanted to ensure that Donald Trump never came back again. They wanted to get your minds off of the election fraud so badly that they thought this would do it. We could literally demonize orange man bad for the rest of existence by saying that he caused an insurrection by trying to stop the illegal transfer of power. Yeah, that's it. Let's do that. So then they got the CIA involved. They got the FBI involved. They got Homeland Security involved. There was people that were going and literally, literally, ladies and gentlemen, radicalizing small patriotic militias and groups everywhere, trying to lead them into their, ladies and gentlemen, once again, into their narrative and their plan. Look, as long as we make it look like it's their idea, just like they did in Michigan with kidnapping Gretchen Whitmer, we can literally destroy President Trump. Okay, we can literally destroy him for good. So that's what this was all about. And who did they get? They got agents from everywhere. And Ray Epps, Ray Epps, R-A-Y-E-P-P-S, Ray Epps was one of those characters, folks. He was one of those characters. And we've said it from the beginning. We've showed videos of it. We've talked about it. We've shown all this footage of Ray Epps. We found Ray Epps um, on a uh, on a farm. I believe it was in Arizona somewhere. Caught up with him a thousand times. But still, Ray Epps, for some reason is not in the DC Gulag. Let me, let's go back in time, shall we? Hold on, hold on. Let's go back in time. Let's bring up this video. Let's go back in time to this day. Does anybody recognize this right here? Does anybody recognize this day? Does anybody recognize this man? Well, let's take it back. Let's play this video for everybody. We need to go into the Capitol. Into the Capitol. No. Fed. 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 There you go. Fed. All right. Now, here's my thing with that. The 
left wing, the Shamuary Six, the mainstream media, they want the world to believe that Donald Trump and all his supporters committed an insurrection. Although nobody came armed, nobody killed anybody except for the people that killed, you know, got killed on our side. Nothing like that happened. No, nothing that matches what an insurrection would be actually happened, right? In fact, it was just the opposite. Donald Trump said, go peacefully and protest peacefully. Do not do anything illegal. And we, the American public, the Trump supporters were saying, no, don't go into the Capitol. This guy is a Fed trying to incite violence. That is the narrative that, that's the actual truth, not the narrative that you've heard over the last two years. The truth of the matter is, it's just the opposite, as they've pointed at. And we're figuring it all out. Folks, I know you've seen this over the weekend, but can we bring this up on the screen side by side? I hope this will be big enough. Let me see. Maybe I'll have to bring this up on a full screen. Let's put it there. That way they can read it better. Okay, here we go. This is uh, on the January 6th.house.gov, folks. This was released text messages. Mr. John Blishak. He asked how you pronounce Dalen's name. Ray Epps. Dalen. Who is Dalen Epps, first of all? Ray Epps. He is my nephew. He's 28 years old. Redacted. Okay. And can we scroll down just a little bit to the middle of the page? Redacted. All right. Perfect. By redacted. Question. So it looks like around 9 a.m. your nephew texts you. You and Jim be safe. And then at 2.12 p.m. on January 6th, you, Mr. Epps, text back, was in the front with a few others. I also orchestrated it. Read that last part. Was in the front with a few others. I also orchestrated it. So you've got Ray Epps on video saying, storm the Capitol, storm the Capitol, storm the Capitol. You've got Ray Epps text messages that say, I orchestrated all of it. And you can't put this man behind bars where the other January 6th defendants are currently being mistreated, not even given regular um, humane conditions. They're being raped. One's eye got plucked out. They're being beaten. They're being physically and verbally assaulted. But Ray Epps, who is on video saying, storm the Capitol, storm the Capitol, storm the Capitol. And we've got text messages. And that's just one piece. That's just one piece of what we're going to find out in 2023 about January 6th. One part of me says, I am so happy that we are going to get to the bottom of January 6th. Another part of me says, how can we be so happy about exposing it when people are literally suffering as I'm saying it? And people like Ray Epps are out there. We've got the video. We've got the text messages. Redacted, albeit, but we've got the text messages. So what else don't we have that Congress has? And I'm talking both Republicans and Democrats. What else do they have that we don't have? Because we have a lot. Trust me, I can go back through archives right here on LFA TV, right on Live from America. And I can get video footage after video footage after video footage from that day. You were here. You witnessed what I showed you. I can get all that. That's nothing that you haven't seen. I want what we haven't seen. And there's tons, truckloads of information that is going to show exactly what we know. And that is 
that Nancy Pelosi, the Democrats, the Capitol Police, and everybody, including Republicans, folks, do not let them off the hook. Do not think that Mitch McCarthy, I mean, Mitch McConnell did not know about this. Do not think Kevin McCarthy did not know about this. Maybe a little bit less with Kevin McCarthy than Mitch McConnell, but you catch my drift. Don't think that the mom jeans Mitt Romney's did not know about this. After all, in that video that I showed you about a month and a half ago, when Nancy Pelosi and all the other members of Congress were hunkering down in a bunker being safe, guess who was there? Kevin McCarthy, Mitch McConnell, Chuck Schumer, Nancy Pelosi, all the leaders. Well, that's because they're leaders. No, that's because they're scumbags. Well, that's because they're all, you know, they're the leaders of the party and there's a protocol. Yeah, the protocol is birds of a feather flock together. And we all know they're losers, folks. I'm a loser. We all know they're losers. I'm a loser, and I'm not what I appear to be. Folks, please rumble and share this video. I would love to see 4,000 people watching on Rumble alone. If you're on Roku, if you're on Firestick, do me a favor, come on over. If you're watching in the lower section and you don't have a profile, make a profile. I want to see your name in the comment threads, okay? God bless you guys. Let's get the messages out there. Now, a new book by the ex-Capitol Police Chief. Now, remember... Nancy tried to shield everybody she could. She fired the sergeant at arms. She fired everybody. Get them out of here now. Get them out of here. Out of sight, out of mind. We'll keep them busy for the next two years. We'll keep the public busy. We'll get rid of these people like the ex-capital police chief. We'll get rid of them all. And then later on, guess what? They'll come back and they'll write books and become millionaires, but nobody will know who they are. All right, let's do this. The ex-capital police chief confirms in his new book that Republicans report on Pelosi's culpability for January 6th, reveals that the FBI knew about the attack weeks before it happened. The Department of Homeland Security knew about the attack weeks before it happened. Nancy Pelosi knew about the attack weeks before it happened. Donald Trump tried to give her National, uh, National Guard for security. She declined it. And even the Capitol Police knew about the attack weeks before it happened. This is me giving you this information out of his book. Out of his book. Let's get into it. Republicans discovered how Pelosi's staff deliberately weakened security at the U.S. Capitol for January 6th and ordered a cover-up. Stephen A. Sund, S-U-N-D, the Capitol Police chief on that fateful day, not only confirms her culpability along with the rest of the Democrat leadership, but also how his own agency and the intelligence community let the Capitol attack happen. The Washington Post, of all people, acquired an advanced copy of Sund's book, Courage Under Fire. Courage Under Fire. Thank you, Savvy Granny, for helping Eli have a uh, salary. God bless you. Courage Under Fire, which will be released tomorrow. He unveils his perspective on what happened, who most, and who he most blames, not Donald Trump, by the way, and why America still remains vulnerable to a similar attack. Sund also reminds America that Pelosi utilized him as a scapegoat and forced him to step down as police chief. We knew that happened. Remember that? We all know how she uh, was just trying to obfuscate her own responsibility for the attack. Check this out from the Post. Quote, the FBI, the Department of Homeland Security, and even his own agencies, uh, even his own agency's intelligence unit had been alerted weeks earlier 
to reams of chilling chatter about right-wing extremists arming for an attack on the Capitol that day. Stephen Sund says, but did not take the basic steps to assess those plots or sound an alarm. Senior military leaders, citing political or tactical worries, delayed sending help on purpose. Sund said that he never warned, he was never warned about those red flags that the FBI and the DHS and his own intelligence unit had received. Plots for protesters to come armed, attack Capitol tunnels, and be willing to shoot police. This is what they got. Three days before January 6th, in anticipation of large crowds, Sund had asked that the National Guard be placed on standby, but his request was batted down by the two sergeant-at-arms hired by Senate and House leaders. Well, I wonder who they would be. Sund says he later learned that uh, the two believed that Pelosi would never allow it. Sund resigned a day after the riot when Nancy Pelosi publicly called for him to step down over the department's inability to secure the Capitol. So he was never, ever, ever given any kind of order or warned on the, on the, the appropriate threats on purpose by Nancy Pelosi so she could use him as a scapegoat. This is what he's saying. Starting on December 21st and continuing to January 5th, the Capitol Police Intelligence Division had received emails and tips that carried frightening warnings about plots for January 6th intelligence collected on December 21st, revealed that the prospective rally goers were discussing how to coordinate an attack using Capitol, Capitol's underground tunnel system. And do you want to know who in the world might have all of the knowledge that you would ever need on the Capitol's underground tunnel systems, do you think it would have been the Oath Keepers, ladies and gentlemen? Do you think that the Proud Boys would have those intricate underground tunnels mapped out, knowing exactly where they could enter or exit? Do you think that's the case? Hmm. Or do you think that the FBI, CIA, and DHS agents who were embedded into these groups, Proud Boys, Oath Keepers, Freedom Keepers, all of this stuff, do you think they were the ones that were sending out the warning attacks about how they would possibly do this because they had the knowledge and those warning attacks were ignored on purpose so that the people that were actually legit would not raise the alarms about it? Sounds like the latter to me. Wow, are we getting to the bottom of some stuff here? Not Again, not that you and I didn't know this, but to actually get verification, to actually get factual statements behind somebody basically putting out a, um, a testimony to what happened. Now, I, I know people can embellish in books, and you are not under oath when you're writing a book, but it's pretty funny that this, this guy who was thrown under the bus has the same pretty much information that we have, but just from a different verifiable standpoint. Pretty nice, isn't it? Jeremy, when you get Matt Gates on, please make January 6th a talking point. Oh, it will be. It will be. 100%. We're just now reaching 3,000 folks. We need another 1,000 people in here and 1,500 rumbles. Let's go. Let's go. Let's share. Let's share. Let's share. So, folks, Sun reserves his greatest outrage for those Pentagon leaders, he said, recounting a conference call that he had personally with two generals about 2.35 p.m., 20 minutes after rioters had broken into the Capitol, and as uh, Vice President Mike Pence and other lawmakers scurried to hiding places, Sun writes that Lieutenant General Walter Piot, Piot, 
told him he didn't like the optics of sending in uniformed guard troops at the Capitol. Oh, but they had no problem locking down the Capitol with razor wire for the next however many months and putting National Guard out there then with rifles. No, no. Listening incredulously and trying to explain that he needed help to save officers' lives, Sun said he felt both nauseated and mad as hell. Not at Trump, but at leadership at the Capitol and in the military. That is who is to blame for this. Pelosi knows that. They all know that. And while the Justice Department sits on all this uh, evidence or proof trying to decide whether they're going to charge him or not, the culprits are the ones who brought the claims to begin with. And that is what I want to see coming out of this new Republican House of Representatives. Amen. And that, ladies and gentlemen, concludes our first and foremost section of the day. Hallelujah. We made it through. Please grab your cups and have a a beautiful sip of your coffee. Hopefully, it's Rise Up Coffee that you can get at JeremyHarrell.com. Let's go back to the Rumble Chat. Ladies and gentlemen, here we go. How come we only have 840 Rumble, says Terry Sue. That stinks. I agree, girl. Rumble like your life depends on it. Matt G or Jim J for speaker, says Marita. And making them sleep on the concrete, Shelly said. That is right. I remember when they did that. Free the J6 prisoners. Amen. The new Congress had better let these people out. I agree. I can't wait until the reporter decides threats of money aren't enough and we hear the truth of hammer time speed. Oh, I can't wait for that either. I can't wait for that either. Heads need to roll, said C. Geringer. Amen. Bobby Neal said slurp, slurp. Becca, Mel, that sounds good. Good idea. I don't have any... Any Valentine stuff, though? Okay, so it's something unrelated. My bad. But either way. And yes, Rev Rund said Jimmy Johns. Oh, I love Rev Rund. Love Rev Rund. How you doing, brother? Good to see you. Uh, real quick, folks, before we go to the next segment of Live from America, I will uh, tell you that there are massive, massive, massive sales going on right now at MyPillow.com. MyPillow.com slash LFA will bring you right to the landing page. And there is up to 80% off if you use the promo code LFA, closeouts and overstock sales everywhere. Now, of course, you're going to get major sales every, on all the other products as well. But check out the 80%, 80% off section. That is what I want you guys to do. I want you guys to save as much money as you possibly can. Okay? So please, ladies and gentlemen, go to mypillow.com slash LFA. It'll bring you right to this 80% closeout overstock sale list and go through them. There is a ton of stuff there. MyPillow, MyPillow. By the way, you're not only helping LFA when you do that, you're helping Mike Lindell and everybody who works for Mike Lindell and everybody who's working to bring those lawsuits, right? Amen. So go to mypillow.com, folks. All right, here we go. Going into the next segment here, we're going to talk about Carrie Lake. Because Carrie Lake has filed her appeal with the Arizona State Supreme Court. So let's get into this because I know a lot of people said, do you have any updates on Carrie Lake? Yes, I do. Here we go. Carrie Lake files a petition to take the appeal to the Arizona Supreme Court. Um, Carrie Lake has filed the petition to transfer her appeal to the Arizona Supreme Court after her election fraud lawsuit was dismissed. The state's Maricopa County Court last week dismissed eight of Lake's 10 accounts, 10 counts, excuse me, two of the counts which involved election day ballot printing issues. We had two, uh, two court day trials for that. And on camera, in court, the elections director 
perjured himself, lied, came back and said that they switched all the settings on the day of the election, and that was not enough. That didn't show intent, intent, excuse me, apparently, okay? Uh, Maricopa Judge Peter Thompson has rejected a request by Democrat gubernatorial candidate Katie Hobbs, who was uh, sworn in today, by the way, uh, who has been declared the winner of the race uh, for any kind of sanctions uh, or any kind of monetary gain from Kerry Lake. But Kerry Lake will be going to that Supreme Court. Now, getting to little that mousy twit Katie Hobbs. She was sworn in today into office at an illegitimate private ceremony. And when she was asked to swear to uphold the Constitution of the United States of America, she broke out in laughter. I am not kidding you. She broke out in laughter like the moron that she is. And I've got to go to this. I have this uh, video right here. So bear with me as we bring this up. I'll try to make sure you can hear it. Check this out. As she's even the, even the person that's administering the oath is like, come on, say the words, repeat after me. And she breaks out laughing, sickening, very sickening. Let's go to this clip now. Um, that's it. Here we go. Katie Hobbs, folks. Not that you want to, but I got to show you the news. Well, unfortunately, Katie Hobbs, you are an enemy domestically. Uh, but you see when she said swearing on the con- Now, I know it was hard to hear, but it was, you know, they were way back with the, f- the, the phone when whoever recorded it, whatever numbnuts recorded it. But they said, swear and defend the oath of the Constitution. She just laughs. And the girl says, swear and defend the oath of the Constitution. She's like, okay, stop it. Oh, it's so funny. It's so funny how we stole the election. I pray. I pray that the Supreme Court does something. But every day we move closer to the next is, a, is another day where it's harder and harder uh, to overturn it. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. You're new, at least for now, you're new governor of Arizona. And you did not vote for her. And I feel so very sorry for all of you who did not vote for that woman. But yet she remains your governor. Moving on. Um, right now, There are 14 House of Representatives who are reportedly not likely to vote for Kevin McCarthy tomorrow, which he would then be sworn in on Wednesday. McCarthy, on the other hand, has already reportedly moved his stuff into the Speaker's official office. How elitist of him. How shameful and prideful and disgusting of Kevin McCarthy that he has already started to move stuff into the Speaker's office. So what does that tell you? If that tells you that there's 14 Republicans 
who are reportedly not going to vote for him on the eve of the vote, which is tomorrow, then how many Democrats does Kevin McCarthy have on the batter's deck in the batter's uh, in the uh, in the uh, bullpen waiting to come out and vote for him? And how arrogant of Kevin McCarthy to do this? How disgustingly arrogant of that man, but how predictable. But how predictable. Here you have on the eve where you need 218 and you're not going to get it. Now, before I get into this, I want to reiterate what Mike Crispy said this morning on Unafraid. And if you did not watch his show, go back and watch it. You've got Marjorie Taylor Greene out there saying, every day that you don't vote for Kevin McCarthy is another day that we're not going to get anything done in it. And we risk, and we risk the House going to the Democrats. That is a statistical uh, impossibility. It is a mathematical impossibility at that. A mathematical impossibility. You don't just need a simple majority to be speaker. You need 218 votes. If we only have 222 Republicans, and right now there are 14 that reportedly are not going to vote for him, that means he only has 200 and what? Eight votes? Not 218? No, 14 208, 206, whatever it is. That's not nearly enough. So does he have Democrats waiting for him? I'm telling you what, if he already moved his uh, stuff into the speakership, I bet he does. I'll bet he does. But Mike Crispy's right. No Democrat could possibly be the speaker unless Republicans voted for a Democrat, which is not going to happen. No Democrat could be the speaker. They do not, they do not have the, the, uh, the numbers. They don't have 218. So your backups, like I said this morning, Scalise, uh, Biggs, Jordan, Hearn, uh, uh, Zeldin, Lee Zeldin's name is thrown out there. But to have MTG out there, Marjorie Taylor Greene, to have her out there gaslighting the Republicans by saying, if we don't do this, we're going to lose the House, that is, a, that is a lie. That is an absolute lie. There's no way a Democrat will get it. No way. And anybody that gets it over McCarthy is better than McCarthy if they're a Republican in the House. He's that bad. He's that bad. So mathematically, a Democrat cannot become the Speaker of the House. It will be a Republican. So let's hold strong, MAGA GOP members. I don't care how many people threaten you. Hold strong. You will be respected by the American people if you show your integrity during this time. And do not waver. Do not waver. But the fact is that Kevin McCarthy reportedly is already moving stuff into the speaker's office. Let's me know that he's a shady piece of crap with zero integrity. And he's every bit of a loser as you and I thought he would be. Jeremy, President Trump said that too. What's that? That if we didn't vote for uh, McCarthy that we'd lose risk we'd risk losing the speakership. He's absolutely wrong with that. He's absolutely wrong, period. It's that simple. And I have reached out to Marjorie Taylor Greene to come back on and have been met with a resounding nothing. With a resounding nothing. Again, I'm not saying she is a rhino and I'm not saying she's all bad. I'm saying she's promised something or she's threatened with something to vote for him or else she would easily see this. Whoever says that McCarthy should be the speaker is wrong. They are wrong based on the things that he has done to us. Not just said, done. 
Amen. Corruption at its finest. Folks, we have 3,100 people. Let's keep on moving. Jeremy, any word on the RNC speaker vote? Not yet. Not yet. I've heard Lee Zeldin's name is being tossed around there as well. She must heard of Termy talk bad about her. Well, I assume, yeah, if I'm talking bad about somebody, I'm loud enough for everybody to hear it. McCarthy is sipping Pelosi's vodka. Amen. Amen. I'm reading your chats. Thank you guys for putting those in there. I appreciate it. I appreciate that. So earlier, again, Mike Crispy laid out his um, top two uh, desires to see for investigations, what they need to get to the bottom to, uh, bottom of, excuse me, in this new House of Representatives. So let me build on that and let me give you my five main investigations that this new house needs to get on top of and needs to be at light speed. You want to talk about warp speed? Let's have a warp speed with these investigations. We already know what they're guilty of. So trying to figure out what they're guilty of, that's not going to be hard. We already have half the evidence that we need. Just go through Hunter's laptop alone and you have half the evidence that you need. So these investigations don't need to start from square one. We've already been basically doing it for the last four years. So here is my, Jeremy Harrell, LFA TV's top five priorities for this new House of Representatives besides literally stopping all of Joe Biden's agenda. That's a given. That's just by default. Okay, here we go. Number one, and not in any specific order, I'm just giving the top five, the southern border. The southern border is the absolute creme de la creme of investigations, folks. And I'm not saying we need to figure out what's going on. We know what's going on. We need to do something about it. We need to start subpoenaing the people that are responsible for what we've already seen on video. We don't need to investigate that crap. Ben Berkman's been investigating it for you. Bring him in and let him give you all your testimony and then shut your mouths and do your job. It's that simple. We don't need to spend millions of dollars to figure out what in the H-E double hockey stick is going on on our southern border. I've got the proof. Let's get busy. Southern border. Top priority. Period. We are being invaded. Our country will be destroyed within no time at all if we continue to allow this to happen. Mayorkas, Biden, Kamala Harris, anybody that's been involved or had that name attached to that southern border, utmost priority. Do you agree? Like this video. Subscribe to this channel if you're new. Number two, again, in no specific order, Hunter Biden's laptop. A must. And again, we already have had it. We're not starting from square one. Matt Gates knows that thing inside and out. Rudy Giuliani knows that thing inside and out. James O'Keefe knows that thing inside and out. It's about time for some damn subpoenas, getting these people under oath, getting them to perjure themselves, and then doing the same thing to them as the January 6th committee just did to all of us. And they've set the precedent. They've set the bar. So now we know that they have to make it go forward. They have to. They're going to be made to because they've already set the precedent. And that's the great thing about letting them hang themselves. And I'm not going to say pardon the pun because it's exactly what needs to happen to traitors. Amen? Hunter Biden's laptop. Why? Because of Joe Biden. I don't give a rat's pile of crap what happens to Hunter Biden. Not in a political official capacity. As a human being, of course I do. Of course I do. I don't want anybody to suffer or go to hell. I don't care who they are. Politically, officially, I don't care what happens to that man. I hope he's executed for his crimes against the United States of America under the justice of, uh, 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 under the, the law of justice. That's what my personal desire is to see of that man. His father, though, that's the one. His father. All the people his father's associated with. 
all their foreign business dealings, all of their inappropriate foreign countries that they've been involved in, all of that. That will lead to that. Hunter Biden's laptop investigation will lead into the investigation and hopefully for for, uh, future prosecution of which brings me to my next bullet point, Joe Biden's inappropriate, illegal and treasonous dealings with foreign countries sold us out, period. That includes, encompasses the botched pullout in Afghanistan. The next bullet point, the next major investigation, the next thing that needs to be stopped in its tracks immediately, January 6th gulag. Must. So where are we, folks? The southern border. Hunter Biden's laptop, which will ultimately lead to all of the treasonous business dealings and foreign affairs that Joe Biden has been involved with that's destroyed this country and sold it out and made it weaker. The fourth, January 6th. Get these guys out of that gulag right now. Let my people go and demand it. Speaker of the House, you have power. You are third in line to the presidency. Do not tell me that you cannot get a few individuals who have not been charged with any sedition or any major crimes, literal misdemeanors out of that damn jail, period. Let my people go. Scream it at the highest mountaintop speaker of the house, whoever you may be. Amen? Rumble and share. And the last one, the COVID-19 pandemic funding of gain-of-function research, the release of the COVID-19 virus, and the subsequent coup of President Donald J. Trump by destroying generations of people, not only in our country, but around the world. There they are. My top five, 2023. I don't even like calling them investigations. I just like calling them literally pedal to the metal, go after these scum bags. Southern border, Hunter Biden's laptop, Joe Biden's overseas and foreign dealings and affairs, COVID-19 and January 6th. Make a fist out of it and then punch these losers in the mouth. Moving on. Actually, before we move on, I do want to, because we're going to talk about the pandemic for a minute. Not that anybody in the world wants to talk about that or hear about that. But we've got to go and we've got to give some love to Gold Co. Ladies and gentlemen, they've signed on for another month. Uh, We lost. (laughs) We lost uh, four sponsors this month. And this is why this job, my job, is so incredibly hard. Because when we don't have the appropriate donations and we need to have sponsorships and we lose four sponsors, three sponsors, that's a hurt. But Gold Co., they stayed. They stayed. And they stayed because so many LFA family members have decided to take our advice And I guarantee you, if you ask them if they're glad they did, they'd pretty much all say they are glad they did. So take our advice. If you're looking anywhere to put your financial savings into some kind of security that's not going to send it over to Ukraine or uh, devalue the the, the value of it, then call GoldCo. 855-559-3433 or go to goldco.com and secure your stuff the best way you can in precious metals. Real estate's another good one. But definitely precious metals if you want to get in on a smaller investment than real estate. Goldco.com, folks. All right. 
Moving on. The pandemic of the vaccinated, you've heard that many, many times. Not the pandemic of the unvaccinated. Of course, we've heard that by the losers out there who have 17 boosters and are now probably dead. However, the pandemic of the unvaccinated or the vaccinated has been something that we've been talking about every three or four months as new data rolls in. And every time we talk about this, ladies and gentlemen, we have more and more verification because of hindsight and information and facts finally coming out and people not being scared to finally put out the information because they have Twitter immunity for putting out this information now. Great thing about Elon Musk. Okay? Pandemic of the vaccinated provides troubling, uh, Wall Street Journal provides troubling data suggesting that COVID-19 vaccines are uh, maybe causing COVID variants to evolve. Well, of course they are. Of course they are. Does anybody need to be a virologist here to understand that flus and strands of colds mutate as you put out flu vaccines and you uh, become your your immunity becomes your your immune system becomes stronger against that flu strain it evolves why wouldn't you think that this thing would evolve after everybody gets you know 17 boosters it's another conspiracy t- theory turned true the recent outbreak of infections in Singapore has been traced to XBB a recombinant of the omicron subvariants BA2 210 and BA2.75 Preliminary research suggests the Omicron subvariant XBP, XBB excuse me, might carry a higher infection risk and more resistant to neutralizing antibodies from booster vaccine doses and antibody drugs. But more studies are needed. On Sunday, Alicia Finley wrote an opinion piece asking the real questions. Are vaccines fueling new COVID variants? Duh, of course they are. Of course they are. Finley says it isn't clear that XBB is any more lethal than any other variant, but its mutations enable it to evade antibodies from prior infection and vaccines and existing monoclonal antibody treatments. There you go. Such a rapid and simultaneous emergence of multiple variants with enormous growth advantages is unprecedented. A December 19th study in the journal Nature notes, under selective evolutionary pressures, the virus appears to have developed mutations that enable it to transmit more easily and escape antibodies elicited by vaccines and prior infections. Well, there you go. There you go. Of course it is. Now, prior infections are going to cause it to naturally mutate and try to turn into something different to reinfect you. But the more you destroy your immune system by getting more vaccines, the faster that is going to happen. And the more we're all going to get sick and see things like RSV and all these other things. It's common freaking sense. But again, while uh, the... The medical journal, they're putting out more verification. What we already knew. Now check this out. It's worth repeating that the World Health Organization initially told the public, if you remember correctly, correct me if I'm wrong here, that 3.4% of people that got the COVID would die. And a brand new study just reported that the median fatality rate for people under 60 years old was actually 0.035, meaning that the WHO was off by 99%. You can't tell me that the most trusted organization 
in the world, folks, can be 99% wrong and expect you to trust them any further in life. How long have we trusted them when we shouldn't have? Somebody asked who left. No, uh, Field of Greens is here still. Field of Greens is here. Uh, The others might be coming back, so I don't want to say they left. They're just not here at the start of January. So it's okay. God makes sure that everything works out, ladies and gentlemen. But I will tell you that drug prices... So you guys seen a massive increase in energy in 2022, and you've seen a massive increase in food in 2022. Now we have inflation and the dollar's worth absolute Adam Schiff. And now a one-two punch. In 2023, I'm warning you right now, drug prices are set to dramatically increase. The Inflation Reduction Act allows Medicare to negotiate certain drug prices with the pharmaceutical companies. Well, how about that? In an attempt to keep those prices down. But guess when that starts? 2026. So when the federal government or Biden says, we passed this act to lower the price of drugs, that doesn't happen until 2026. It's a lie. It's misleading. The prices of 350 drugs are set to be raised by drug makers at the start of this year. Pfizer, GlaxoSmithKline PLC, Bristol-Myers, Squibb, AstraZeneca, PLC, and Sanofasa SA are some of the many drug makers planning to raise the prices of drugs dramatically, according to Reuters. Reuters, should say, not Reuters. Reuters. The healthcare research firm Three Axis Advisors reports that one of the reasons for this is high inflation. Other factors include supply chain issues, thanks Pete Booty Plug, and Inflation Reduction Act, which does not kick in until 2026. Quote, drug makers have to look hard at calibrating these launch prices out of the gate so they don't box themselves into the point where in the future they can't price increase their way back to profitability, said President Antonio Siachi of Three Axis Advisors in an interview to Reuters. So there you go, folks. There you go. All you folks that are on Social Security that are getting that 8% raise, all you folks that maybe picked a new uh, Medicare plan with our friend um, last year at uh, Financial uh, Services, maybe, just maybe, that's going to be offset now by the price of the drugs you're taking. Thanks a lot, Biden. This is the problem, folks. This is the problem. Now, before we leave LFA for the second show of the year, because we do two LFA shows a day, I will ask you one more time, if you've not liked this video, to please do so. I'll ask you to share if you've not shared this video. We are not quite yet at 1,100 rumbles. I'd like to see 1,200. So I need 120 more rumbles. If you could just do that real quick. Before we do our special Dumb Dumb Award of December and Dumb Dumb Award for the whole year of 2022, I want to talk about Trump and DeSantis. Donald Trump. President Donald Trump, Governor Ron DeSantis, if you get this message, if by chance the LFA family multiplies this and gets this message to you, I am asking you, please, for the sake of this country, the two of you together and united could literally secure 100% a 2024 win. I am asking Ron DeSantis to please put your pride aside for two seconds and become the vice president to Donald J. Trump. Donald Trump, I am asking you to put your pride aside. I know you're both alpha males. I get it. But for the better of the country, please unite. Because as Dinesh D'Souza put out today, as he tweeted out, 
And I'm going to read this from Dinesh D'Souza. Trump has animal magnetism that Ron DeSantis doesn't have. DeSantis has operational efficiency that Donald Trump does not have. Together, these two are much stronger than either one of them is individually. This is the political reality that we must understand going into 2023 and 2024. Dinesh D'Souza, thank you for that post. President Donald Trump, Governor Ron DeSantis, for the good of this country, for the good of both your followers, for the good of MAGA, and for the good of our children's future, I beg you, please unite and take down the swamp once and for all. Amen? If you agree, please, ladies and gentlemen, share this video and rumble this video. Now, going back to the dumb, dumb award of the day, or excuse me, the dumb, dumb award of the month for December 1st, and then we'll do the dumb, dumb award for the year, ladies and gentlemen, of 2022. All the dummies. Of all the dummies, who could be the dummy of the dummiest of the dummy? But first, let's go ahead and let's cue that music as we always do. Here it is. Here it is. Ladies and gentlemen, every month here on Live from America, as most of you know, we give a dumb, dumb award for that month. Ladies and gentlemen, the dumb, dumb award for the month of December, capping off a year full of dummies, this award, this coveted award, has been reserved for none other than Kevin McCarthy. Kevin McCarthy, with you and your Ukrainian flag pin, apparently which wasn't enough, so you had to put an Ukrainian flag handkerchief in as well. For this moment where you looked so uppity and so elite, so lame. The moment that Vladimir Zelensky came in in his leather thong, dancing and singing songs of gayness, with mom jeans, Mitt Romney over your right shoulder, and Senator Joe Manchin, I don't know what party I belong to over your left, you get the Dumb Dumb Award for the month of December, and rightfully deserved. And we pray that you do not ever, ever hold that gavel of speakership. You, sir, are a dumb dumb. Amen, ladies and gentlemen? All right. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's, uh, let's slow down the music here because we have another coveted award to give. And that is the Dumb Dumb Award of the Year. Who do you think that's going to go to? Well, first of all, let me play this video for you because it could go to this guy, and rightfully so. But I think it's going it's to be a, a toss-up. I'll leave it to you. Is it going to be this man right here? Last year, you told the Huffington Post you would love to go up against Trump in the 2024 primary. You said, quote, I think it'd be fun. It would be fun. Are you going to run for president? No, it's not my intention, no. But it would be fun to run against him because he stands up and just lies. He tells untruths. People love it because it's entertaining. But eventually, people have a concern for their country. So, no, my intention is not to run in 2024. Um, but it would be fun. It would be fun to stand on a stage with Donald Trump and actually tell the truth because when he's on a stage, it's nothing but lies that come out. Last year, you told the Huffington Post you would love to... So, Adam Kinzinger, ladies and gentlemen, who's a failed loser, just like Liz Cheney, he says and made the dumbest remark of the year saying it would be fun against... It would be fun to go against Donald Trump. It would be fun 
to go against Donald Trump. Can you imagine that? Unbelievable. I can't imagine him going against Donald Trump. He'd get slacked, ladies and gentlemen. Or, 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 we're not done. Hold on. Or does the dumb, dumb award, <laughs> hold on. I got to, uh, I got to reverse this. I got to bring this up on a different screen. Or does the dumb, dumb award go to, to, to this person for an interview and really everything she did her entire year, but really for this interview mostly that she ended up doing on CNN? Does the dumb, dumb award of the year go to this person instead? Incredibly difficult times right now, uh, and we'll leave it on that note. Thank you so much yeah. for joining no, we'll us. We'll leave it on the vote that you are not right on this, Wolf, and I hate to say that to All you. Right. But I feel confident about it, and I feel confident about my colleagues, and I feel confidence in my chairs. It's not about me. It's about millions of Americans who can't put food on the table, who can't pay the rent. And we represent them. And we represent them. Getting by these long food lines that we're seeing. I know you are. I'm I'm just saying. We represent them and we know them. As we We say. We know them. We represent them. Don't let the perfect be the enemy of the good, as they say. It is nowhere near perfect. Madam Speaker. Always the case, but we're not even close to the good. All right. Let's see what happens because every day is critically, critically important. Thanks so much Thank for joining us. Thank you for your us. sensitivity to yeah. our constituents' needs. I am sensitive to them because I see them on the street begging for food, begging for money. Madam Speaker, thank you, you so much. Have you fed them? We feed them. We feed them. Oh! Madam Speaker, these are, these are incredibly difficult times right now, uh, and we'll leave it on that note. Thank you so much yeah. for Ladies and gentlemen, did you hear? Do you feed them? We feed them. We feed them. We feed these losers, these peasants. It's worth noting that Nancy Pelosi is worth $171 million. And they just had a wonderful hammer time party at her home in gay San Francisco. So I will ask the crowd. Let's go to the rumble. Let's go to the rumble chat, folks. I will ask the crowd who gets the dumb, dumb award for the year of 2022 is it adam kinzinger or is it nancy pelosi we'll take a poll while we have it up right now she is scum she is a b she is a loser too many to choose from they all deserve it uh i forgot (laughs) tell her to shut up someone stick a whoa that's not very good uh (laughs) pelosi let's see i think pelosi is gonna take it you guys be the vote here we go it's coming in now pelosi Feed the illegals. Pelosi, Pelosi, Nancy, Pelosi. Hammers down. Pelosi, 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 definitely. Pelosi, Pelosi. Ladies and gentlemen, I think it is a resounding Nancy Pelosi who takes the cake on that. So go ahead. Let's cue that music one more time. There it is. Ladies and gentlemen, 2022 rings in. The Dumb Dumb Award of the Year, and that is Stretch Face Armstrong, Nancy Pelosi. You've been fired. Your teeth smell like vodka. When you move them around in your mouth, your husband experienced hammer time for real, and you get the Dumb Dumb Award of 2022. I think that's fair, don't you guys? I do. Nancy Pelosi, the Dumb Dumb of the entire year, 2022. Incredible. Does anybody remember who we gave it to last year? I don't even remember. Anyway, what I do remember is to say there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall, keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, and keep your head up high. Because you are a child of God, and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper. Folks, please go to JeremyHerald.com. If you can't afford it, please come become a one-time or a monthly donor on JeremyHerald.com. Also, sign up for the newsletter at the bottom of the very first page. Check out some great MAGA music 
And do not forget to uh, search the 500 made in America businesses, well, at least American businesses, on the American Strong Companies tab. I love each and every one of you. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. And keep spreading, whatever you do, that gospel. I'll see you at 9 a.m. Peace.